Welcome, Mavs Nation, to another episode of MavsCast, Sports Ethos Dallas Mavericks Podcast. This is your host again, Hove Kassayan, on Twitter at H-O-V-O-K-Y-S. Show Twitter is at Ethos Mavs. And coming here on tip-off night for the Dallas Mavericks and for many of the teams here in the NBA, uh, this is the day after... The NBA's tip-off night where four teams played in two games last night. And uh, today's a big day for the Mavs as they return to the site of the crime from last year's playoffs. The murder that the Mavs got away with in Game 7 against the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns with a very interesting offseason so I'm going to talk a little bit about that and then a couple other things that happened uh, since the last episode. Uh, so I'll actually start with that. Very small, uh, non-game-related Mavericks news uh, from a few days ago. The Dirk statue is going to be revealed before the Lakers game on Christmas uh, in front of the arena. So... That's going to be a big day there. Um, there's actually ticket packages now for uh, holiday games, three holiday games, which includes that game as well. Um, so that would be interesting to check out in the Dallas area. Uh, there's a few few practices that the Mavs held. Uh, during one of the practices, the newest Maverick, Faku Kampazzo, showed up. And this was actually, he was spotted before the official news came out that he was signed. So I know in the last episode I mentioned Mavericks are getting Faku Kampazzo. It was not actually official at that um, at that point, but there was so much back and forth going on over here. Um, even at the time I was mentioning how like every movement of Kampazzo is, is, is tracked um, leading up to this signing. And then there was even more of that for, for a couple of days um, until he was actually signed. So welcome addition to the team. Uh, he was interviewed uh, largely, you know, speaking in Spanish. Um, but then, you know, he answered some of the questions in English uh, sort of reluctantly. But uh, a lot of questions on uh, Luca, as you could imagine, any sort of Mavs player or coach interview is going to have some sort of Luca involved, but for Faku, uh, you know their history uh, back when they were both at Real Madrid, and Luca was 18 years old, and um, you know they won titles together. Uh, Faku said of Luca that he was a very, um, very experienced. So first he said he played like an old man, and then he sort of corrected himself his English. He said Luca was playing very experienced uh, even back then. Um, and then he's still grown so much more since the last time he played with him. And this is sort of the conclusion that Faku drew after um, joining them in practice. And actually they had a shooting line with uh, Luca Faku and, and Christian Wood and they were just on fire, just drilling threes in practice. So it's interesting to see um, if you didn't catch, you know, what I had to say about Faku in the last episode. Um, 
there's some of that in there where I think he fits for the Mavs. I think largely this was a very good move for the Mavs, if even just for, you know, injury backup. Um, probably, probably the biggest, you know, benefit of this pickup. Um, there's going to be some games where Spencer or Luca are going to need to sit here and there. Um, and then, you know, hopefully not anything longer than that, um, or no absence longer than that. But in that case, the Mavs are sort of covered with a ball handler that can sort of keep things going, even if, you know, he, he is a little tough on defense, um, you know, to put into, uh, you know, a defense like what the Mavs want to run. But despite his size, uh, he is very ten- tenacious defender. Um, so I think some good things will come out of it. And I don't think the expectations are very high at all. Um, we've been talking about the other reserve guards that the Mavs have looking at, you know, what Jaden Hardy uh, could become later this year, tracking Josh Green and all that. Faku is more of a veteran. He's more of a, uh, you know, ball handler period, like distributor period. Um, so I, I, I think it's great overall and you don't really have to play him too much if those other guys are, you know, giving you more. Um, yeah, so Dorian Finney-Smith had, had a few nice sound bites after practice uh, earlier this week. One of the things he was saying is, I get tired of talking trash to my teammates and I need to talk to somebody else sometimes. So he's itching for regular season to start. Um, that's that's the key defender right there. You got to talk that trash. You got to lock some people up. You got to, you know, defend your stars in Luca and and Spencer and Christian and Bang Bros are ready to do that. Um, or at least Dorian is. Uh, Dorian also told Hardy... Um, you know, they're talking about his, his defense. He said, defense is going to get you on the court. He said, we already got Luca. We don't need you to fill it up that much. You know, you can fill it up just a little bit. But, um, you know, defense is really what's going to get you on the court and keep you on the court in Jason Kidd's system. So uh, Dorian providing the comedy as usual. Um, that's actually one of the the things that, that Faku pointed out as well, too. Um, he said he was one of his favorite favorite teammates so far okay so on to today's game recording this before the game uh the phoenix suns they should be out for revenge they're at home it's the opener off season of turmoil deandre and saga with the whole you know them not wanting to sign him to a contract letting him go explore other options as a restricted free agent and then immediately matching the offer that the Pacers made. Uh, essentially, you know, decreasing the amount of money that they had to pay him. So he's not happy to be there. We saw that at their media day and at other points uh, throughout this offseason. It does not look good, but we'll see how he responds. Now, this team, as... You know, people have pointed out, um, not just Mavs fans, but fans of a lot of other teams in the NBA, the Suns are sort of a laughing stock right now, especially the way that they ended both of their last two preseasons, losing the finals up 2-0 and then 
you know, giving up that series lead to the Mavericks and losing in that fashion in Game 7. The Robert Sarver um, saga that's going on, um, which I thought would, you know, would be something that Aiton would like to see because I know that's one person who he had a serious problem with, um, at least, you know, in terms of his reported desire to to stay with the Mavs. And Robert Sarver is going to be gone, but, you know, he, he clearly has other issues with the team. So we'll see how they respond. And then, of course, there's there's Chris Paul, there's Devin Booker. Is Devin Booker going to talk trash to Luka after what happened? Is he going to shut up and put up points? Is he going to fold under the pressure? So we'll see what happens there. Um, Jay Crowder is another saga that's been unfolding with, with the Suns this offseason. Uh, he doesn't want to play for the team anymore. He's presumably going to be inactive. Actually, I think it's official that he's inactive. So Landry Shamit is out. Jay Crowder is out. Doesn't look like Jay Crowder is going to play for this team until he gets traded. Um, so it's been a couple weeks, actually, since then. Uh, I'm sure teams should come calling soon if they haven't already. But um, they're looking to start Cam Johnson um, this season. So uh, that's part of the thing that was driving Jay Crowder away. Um and then, of course, losing to the Adelaide uh, 60, what was it, 36ers, the Adelaide 36ers, the Australian team in the preseason where their starter, starters played heavy minutes, their full five starters played heavy minutes, and um, they're still down by like 20 at halftime or, or whatever it was. But um, yeah, not a good look for the Suns, so maybe they come out angry or maybe they come out and they fold. Um like we've seen with the Suns. So Mavericks still underdogs here. Mavericks still getting doubted after all, you know, after all they've done. Um I'm putting my money on the Mavs. Like even if it was even odds, like I'm I'm taking the Mavs here. Um I know they haven't started off seasons that great recently. Luca hasn't started seasons that great recently, but I think this offseason looks different. Um, as far as who's out for the Mavs, uh, Davis Bertans is still out with his his uh, knee issue that kept him out for uh, the preseason games. Uh, Frank Nilakina is out today as well, and as of this moment, uh, Maxi Kleba is either questionable or probable. He's a game time decision, but it looks like the Mavs are going to start uh, whatever that initially reported. Uh, uh, starting lineup was on media day with Luca Spencer, Bang Bros and Reggie and Doe, and Javel McGee at center. So Christian Wood should be coming off the bench, um, which I've said a few times before, not a problem at all in my opinion. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. coming off the bench, and then we'll see whether uh, Maxi is in the game or not. Uh, one thing I want to watch is how the guards look out of the bench. Is Faku going to get playing time after being, you know, so new to the team? Uh, what's Hardy's minutes going to look like as a rookie in in the first game? I would imagine we get a heavy dose of Josh Green. I would imagine we get a few minutes of Faku. I think we might get more minutes of Faku than, um, than Jaden Hardy, but 
those are the three guards to watch over there. And then you have Tim Hardaway Jr. should get heavy minutes. Uh, Tim had a pretty good game in the last preseason game. Uh, as we know, Tim's Mike Rave shooter. One game he's hot, one game he's cold. Uh, but I think there's going to be a heavy minutes game for uh, for Tim. Uh, he actually didn't get to play in, in the last series um, against Phoenix. Uh, Bertans did. Bertans is out. I think they're going to need uh, Tim's shooting. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Dallas in this one. I think Christian Wood is going to have a good game. Uh, I don't really see Phoenix having much of an answer to him. Um, Cam Johnson will probably be the best defender that they could put at him uh, outside of Aiton. Um, this is also part of the reason why I kind of want to see a little bit of uh, Christian Wood at the four because there's a lot of lineups where there's there's not going to be a power forward that could guard Christian Wood. Or at least teams are not going to have two players that could either stay with JaVale in the dunker spot or in the roller spot while also covering Christian Wood and all he's doing on offense. And the way he's looked in the preseason – he can drive. He can spot up. He can take you in the post. He can. He can even just not get the ball on, on you know until after a shot and, and and dominate the offensive boards and get some putbacks. So I would sort of like to see that Javale McGee is against his old team. Um, I think he'll have a pretty good game there. Uh, I'm not expecting a lot of scoring from from the Mavs wings uh, from the forwards. Um, just play solid defense, shut down Booker, just get him angry. I, he's he's not a player that really does that much when he gets angry. If you double him, he's shies away from it. Like test him. Um, I think his over under on points today was twenty four and a half. I'll take the under on that. I'll take the under on that. I'll take the over on Luca's points. I think. His points were 29.5, which is really high over. But Luca just continued where he left off against the Suns. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts uh, on this game. I'm going to keep it short. Um, I'm planning on recording another episode after this game that should come out uh, the following day. So let's see how this, this first game goes. Go Mavs. Talk to you guys later.